This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. This is Frida Lewis Raise Game, and uh, we're talking about a very interesting topic today. Sheila Singham from Human Equation is here uh, together with another guest. But before that, have you ever had an old picture that you wanted to throw up because it didn't look very pretty to you? Then someone took it from you, put a new frame to it, and suddenly the picture looked very chic. So what made the difference? The frame. So the same thing happens when we put a different frame to a situation of behavior. It can cause you to see someone's behavior in a whole new light or find a positive meaning in a negative situation and instantly lift up your feelings. So today we're talking on the topic of reframing. Sheila Singham, welcome back. Final Friday of the month, Tools for Transformation series. And uh, Regina Fu, independent marketing consultant, talk about how this whole aspect of reframing has helped her. Now, uh, we're going to start off with with uh, you know what what reframing is and some examples on what reframing is. Okay, reframing is actually the process of putting a different meaning to someone's behavior or mm. something that they said or situation that happened in your life, so that you actually take a positive learning, a positive slant from that. Mm. Now, um, Viktor Frankl, who was a Jewish psychologist, psychiatrist and a Holocaust survivor. He was in a concentration camp and he studied people while he was there. And after the war, he actually worked with these Holocaust survivors and he found that the one thing that differentiated people who could move on with their lives Mm -hmm. and lead productive lives after the horrific things they had gone through and what, what separated them from those who couldn't move on was the fact that those who could lead productive lives were able to take a positive meaning from what had happened, hmm. right? They were able to take positive learnings and then take it and apply it to their lives. So reframing is actually looking at a negative situation hmm. and saying, what is the positive that I can take from this? Right. I give you a simple situation, okay. la, Frida. Uh. You decide that you want to go shopping, okay? And then you get into the car, you're dressed up and all that, go shopping, very excited. And then you get into the car and the battery mati, you know, okay. died, right? Yes. So you're like, uh, oh no, I can't go shopping. You either can sit there and kick the car and get all stressed out that your plans were thwarted. Or you can sit down and you say, okay, what does this mean? Maybe I'm not meant to go shopping. Maybe I'm meant to go home and do something you else. You are meant to go shopping for a new battery. <laughs> yeah, possibly that. But while you're waiting for someone to, to bring the battery to you, you can actually sit down and say, now what can I do? Mm. Maybe I'm meant to have some downtime. Mm. You know, maybe I can sit and go and check on, on those emails or mm. you know, get onto Facebook, connect mm. with some old friends, make some calls, do some marketing for my business. I don't know. It, it's just how you look at it. Or if, you're, you know, if it's raining um, um, and, and you say, oh, no, it's raining. That's going to be a jam in Kuala Lumpur. Oh. Or you could say, great, it's raining. It's such a hot day. It's going to cool the day. And no, I'll just stay at home and chill out over here or go, go out somewhere nearer where I don't get stuck in a jam. You know how I, I look at these situations when, the, when it's raining? I, I just remember the haze. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then my mind is totally reframed. I said, thank God for the rain and then we'll have clear skies. Rain better than haze. No? Rain better than haze. Yeah. That's one of the things. And then like when it comes to that, because it's happened to me, like, my battery died. Thank, okay, a couple of times it's happened and I say, thank goodness I'm at home yeah. and not stuck somewhere. Yeah. Right? So I'm, I'm, I'm here at home. Thank goodness I have a car. Thank goodness I can afford a, a battery. 
right? So, I mean, these are the things. I mean, so far, it's been, thank God, it's happened at home and not anywhere else. Yeah. And, you know, we are all so anchored to our phones, right? It's yeah. like now become an extension, another limb, you know. Mm. So, the other day, I was going to go out and have a nice dinner with my daughter, mm. right? Spend some quality time with her. And I left my phone at home. And I was like, ayo, I left my phone at home. But then, you know what? Because I left my phone at home, I wasn't checking messages. Right. I wasn't you could tempted. actually talk to your I daughter. I focused 100% on her. And we had a really nice dinner. <laughs> so always, whenever negative things happen, or bad things happen, or things don't go your way, always look at it and say, now what good can I make okay, out of let's this? Let's give, give you a work situation, which is very common. Backstabbers. Mm. What do you do? How do you see the positive in backstabbers? Well, okay, I always have a theory and this mm. is something I learned long ago before I beca- went into training mm. and development and coaching and all that. Something I read somewhere. Mm. It says for every clod of criticism thrown at you, mm. look for the grain of truth. Okay. All right. So what do you learn from this? People are backstabbing you. Mm. What you learn from this is maybe you need to have boundaries. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we just we are we are very transparent people. People like you and me. Mm. Just no holds barred. Very transparent. Mm. We believe the best in people. Mm. And you're gonna tell everything to everybody and you know, confess your heart and soul and all that. And then you find that sometimes people use that against you. Right. So what it's taught me, because I've I've been there as well, it's taught me to be more circumspect in what I'm saying to people people in how much of maybe my work or myself I'm I'm uh, revealing to mm, people okay. you know so you then learn to draw boundaries because some of us got no boundaries yeah. we just let people walk all over us do everything I think the people, word is discernment uh, discernment I mean, uh, that's another way of saying yeah. have boundaries la. I'm not saying be selfish mm. but I'm saying be discerning and be careful you also got to be able to take um, take information and messages from the people you deal with. Mm. And very often I find that we need to listen to our gut instinct when it comes to mm. people. You know, sometimes your gut instinct would be telling you that, hey, just be a little bit careful of this person. Yeah. They're actually, you know, um, sort of um, draining your brain or picking your you know, thoughts and they're going to take it you know, to, to, to another level. I'm very generous with my knowledge, mm. okay? But if I sense that someone has got an agenda, then I, and if, if my gut tells me, um, you know, just be a little discerning, right. then I pull back. Lah. Okay. Anyway, just back to this concept of uh, reframing as well. You know, how is it useful? You know, I mean, basically it's like, don't look at it negatively, look at it positively, you know, so that, how, how is that useful in life? Well, your power of your thoughts Okay, uh, we, we in NLP, we believe in this concept of perception is projection. Mm-hmm. What you have inside your mind, your thoughts, is what you're projecting out there. So it's like the law of attraction, if, mm. you, if, you, you, know, if you will. Whatever that you have inside is what you're attracting. Where your focus and attention is, is what you're attracting into your life. Mm. So if you have positive thoughts, you have a positive slant, say, what can I learn? Um, how can I move on to make use of this adversity and learn from it? then you are projecting positivity out there and that's what you will attract back. Right. But if you are constantly having negative thoughts, I tell you, Frida, if even God cannot help <laughs> you if you've got negative thoughts and negative beliefs. Seriously. Yeah. 
you know, even God can't help you because <laughs> you have to first take the initiative of having positive thoughts, translating that into positive beliefs, projecting that out there for anyone or anything to be able to, you know, come back and help you. Because you might have things lined up there to help you. Mm. Let's say you don't have a job. Mm. Okay, and you sit down with Joe. I don't have a job, and no one wants to employ me, and you know I'm not employable. That's why they, you know, mm. threw me out of my job. And you're going whinging, whinging like that. Mm. What are you projecting out there? If someone out there looks at you and says, "Hey, oh yeah, this do one like this person is so negative," you know, mm. I don't think I even even want to go and talk to him about the possibility of a job. So right. you're actually already cutting off any supply of positivity you're, you're emanating you're emanating the negative vibes right okay so anyway we'll talk a little bit about reframing and how that's helped Regina Fu uh, independent marketing consultant uh, after this of course Sheila Singham from Human Equation has been talking to me this is our Tools of Transformation series stay tuned to Race Again BFM 89.9 Benchmark for Managers BFM 89.9 this is Raise a Game. I'm Frida Liu. You've just joined us. I'm here with uh, Sheila Singham from Human Equation in our Tools for Transformation series. She comes on the final Friday of the month, which means she won't be coming on at the end of December because it is... Oh, well, it is... Oh, because it's a holiday. Because it? it's January 1st, 2016, so this is it. Anyway... <laughs> We're talking about reframing and Regina Fu, uh, independent marketing consultant here with her as well. You know, so this whole idea of re- reframing, looking at a situation, behavior differently. Maybe Regina, you can tell us a little bit about, you know, um, your, your, where were you at before you discovered this whole concept of reframing? You know, what was happening in your life and all that? Right. I was um, invited to attend a half-day mm. workshop um, at Sheila's company, which I went. And um, she talked about emotional quotient. Mm. And emotional quotient is a session where you actually evaluate your own values in life. Is it really taking you to the right direction you want um, in a context of work, your family or your love, um, your love life? And I, I was actually in the midst of looking for a job, in mm. between jobs, um, and really do not know what I really want to do next. Mm. So this session actually helps me look at my values. Mm. Where is my value? What is most important to me? And from that, I discovered that what I thought was important, right at the top of what do you need in life? A work. What will work give you? The first thing is money. Mm. But at the end of the day, when all the values were given out, it wasn't money that was the most important thing that drives me. Okay. What did you discover drove you instead? It was having a self-control and the power in my life okay. to do the things I really want to do. Okay. And, and with that comes, you know, the passion. With that comes the independence to, to do things that will make me happy. Right. And from there, it opened up a whole new world and it was basically like an aha moment for mm. me. And when Sheila had the next public course um, for NLP, I signed up for it. Mm-hmm. And in the whole context of the NLP course, which is an intensive eight-day course, I discovered one of those aspects that really appeals to me was reframing. Mm, okay. Reframing actually changed the way I look at life. Okay. It changed my perspective of how I see myself, of how I see situations that are beyond my control. And indirectly, it's actually empowered me. Okay. Give to me, do the things I really want to do. Well, give me one situation where you were reframed. Where I was reframed. Okay. Um, 
I told you that I was in between jobs mm. and I was unemployed. Um, it was a circumstance that was beyond my control. And um, in the initial stage, I was like, like Sheila said, where am I? Mm. I've been applying for so many Winging. jobs, I can't okay. get it. <laughs> Winging, you know. Um, and that basically projection, you know, it, it doesn't project a very good, mm-hmm. you know, positive image, right? And it also doesn't give me that self-confidence and the self-belief that, yes, I am capable of getting a better, mm. a better job, a better situation or getting out of this. Um, reframing has actually taught me in the whole course of NLP, get rid of my own self-limiting belief, mm. get rid of the fact that uh, of, of the words I put in my mouth and actually turn it around and say, okay, now I'm in this situation. I don't have what I, I want to have, mm. but what can I make out of this? Mm. How can I tap onto my existing and into my talent mm. and do something that I really like, mm. I really love? And from there, I discover that there are certain aspects that I really like. Mm. Now, how do I focus on this then? How, how do I then uh, expand on this? And what has happened after the NLP course is I've gone on to take um, um, different steps mm. you know, in my profession. It has convinced me so much that this is something that everyone actually could give to themselves. It's the best gift right. that you can actually give to yourself. Okay, right. so it, it wasn't money now that will be directing you. It was the uh, it was uh, the passion. It right. is doing what you really believe, mm. and also having that independence to do it mm. the way you want it to be done. Right, it's not being, I would say, in one word, cloistered okay. into an environment, you know, beaten into shape to behave in the way that people expect you okay. to conform. You, you know, just just with that as well, you know, Sheila, sometimes when you say, you know, she's got to look at it this way, but here are some people who say, look, here's the situation, you know, I know I'm not driven by money, but I need to get that job right now because yeah. I don't have money, mm. right? How am I going to... And even trying to be positive about things is like, can I just take the first job that comes into play because mm. I've got to pay the bills? Mm. I think that was pretty much the situation Regina was in. Mm. She was actually, you know, when she started... For, uh, sort of exuding this positive outlook in life mm-hmm. and reframing her circumstances and saying, okay, I'm unemployed, but now I can actually pretty much go and explore anything I want. Mm. I'm not limited by a particular job. All sorts of opportunities came at her. Mm. People were like, you know, she wasn't even putting it out, but it, it was like you were sending out these signals, right? All sorts of opportunities opportunities came and she did actually get a... And you could turn down offers. Yes. She did get a very good, a pretty okay offer. I know that would have given her job security, yeah. right? But she decided not to go for it because she had elicited her values. She said, well, that doesn't align with my values. I would be going back into the, the you know, the... The, the cycle, the... The yeah, cycle, uh, you know, the, the hamster yes, on the treadmill cycle. Right. And she didn't want that because she'd been there for years. Okay. So that... Having a, knowing what her values were gave her the freedom and inside of her it didn't resonate and I always tell people this Frida yeah. if it doesn't resonate with you hang on a bit keep the positive outlook so that you are sending out the signals for the right things to come back to you mm. and it did come mm. it did come the opportunity and the offer came which allows her to work independently mm. you know from home very much independently uh, long distance and with good money she got everything she wanted mm. you know 
And and you and it was just so. I mean, in that situation, were you surprised just by reframing that these things came about, or I was mm. I was surprised by it. I was surprised by it, and um, but it it gives me that conviction and that self belief. It gives me that courage as well. Right. And you you start you know when when all these things start happening, yeah. it starts trickling in. Okay, you know, and it doesn't stop. Right. And it hasn't stopped. Okay. And and the effect of NLP is is still there. Mm. What what I would like to emphasize it is reframing actually makes you become very conscious mm-hmm. of your own actions, mm. of the words you put in your mouth, mm. of the signals you want to send out, and of what you want out of out of okay. life, out of people. Right. So are they right now a situation where you suddenly oh I gotta reframe, gotta reframe. I mean, are there are there situations like that? And now you're conscious that I better reframe. Yes. Okay. Yes, I know I, I do I, that every I, day. I, I yeah, it's back. the same with me as yeah, well. I do that Vida. all the time. Yeah, we need to because even in the in the issue of health, for example, if you keep saying, "Ayo, I'm sick, la, I feel sick, I feel yeah. sick, I feel sick," that's what you're attracting. Yeah. So even though I feel sick at that point, I feel it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to fight it and I'm going to say, "Well, you know what? I'm going to be well. I'm going to be. I'm going to choose to I'm be a energized. bundle of energy." Yeah, it, your words are so powerful because yeah. death and life are in the power yeah. of the tongue. Yeah. Okay, so um, it's it's pretty much that you need to start doing it consciously at first, and then after that you will find that it comes naturally. Mm-hmm. And you know what you will find, or not? Mm-hmm. You will start attracting positive people, and all the negative people just go away because they'll come to you and they'll want to whinge, and then you'll be reframing them. And then after a while, they say, you know what? It's just very painful talking to you because you don't empathize with us and and you don't understand, and you're not letting us whinge. In their minds, they're saying that. But at the end of the day, the whinging is not productive yeah. for. Anybody, yeah. You know, and one of the things that I actually discovered this year, you know, un, un, um, unplanned and, and just came out was, you know, the whole thing, you know, like for the longest time, I don't like office politics. I don't like politics, mm. right? That was a word, a statement I always use until I heard it from uh, uh, Anne Abraham, right? Uh, she's she's uh, from the 30% Club. And she was just saying, saying that, you know, she, she, didn't, she was just a, a comment by pa- passing. So it's team dynamics, how different people just need to be communicated differently because they also have a goal in mind. So you communicate to them to how it meets their objectives. I was like, wow, I never looked That's at it. That's a powerful reframe. It, it was like, wow, it's just team dynamics. When I look yeah. at things, I'm like, okay, what's the team dynamics here? And mm. I just look at each individual differently and how would it appeal to them as an individual, so the word, you know, that whole because I don't like office politics, you also attract that, hmm. right? It's the same thing. Like in my trainings, in my corporate trainings, one of the biggest things I find out in Malaysian companies is inability to receive and give feedback mm. in an elegant way. People don't know how to give feedback because they think it's going to, you know, cause someone else to lose face, and they don't know how to take feedback. Mm. So first thing I do in my trainings is tell them to reframe the word criticism into the word feedback. Feedback is good. Yeah. Feedback helps you to learn. Feedback help, helps you to grow and go on to you know, more empowered ways of behaving. But if you look at criticism itself, the word itself is just so negative. Yeah. Right? Criticize. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so once they are able to reframe the word, then we give them the tools to actually give feedback in an elegant way. And it's, it's gone down really, really well. I mean, I can sit down and put in a whole heap of really sophisticated tools into a training program for two days for a, for team dynamics, right? Then they all come back and say, you know what's the best one we like? Uh, how to receive and give feedback. Ah. Because we don't know how to do it well. 
Mm. You know, so um, that is in itself is a reframe. When you reframe whatever is happening and see what you the positive learning you can take from it and how it's going to help you to grow because growing is good. That's right. what we're here for. We're all supposed to evolve into better people. Mm. If you're the same person you were 20 years ago, then I feel very sorry for you. <laughs> la, you know what I mean? So we, how do we learn? How do we grow? It's by taking the feedback that you know from people. Right. It's by looking at how we behave in certain circumstances and how we could behave better to get positive results. Because at the end of the day, Every all your results are actually in a way inadvertently, indirectly a result of what you have in your mind. Right. So okay, I guess Regina, you know, how else have you, you know, this concept? How else has it helped your life? You know, any any uh, parting words for this? Reframing helped me to manage my own state. Okay. If I want to be in a positive state, then I have to to be very conscious right. of you know, how I look at things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Sheila was saying, you know, if you're caught in a bad, you know, circumstances or situation, I can't go shopping. Mm. Actually, yeah, maybe it will help me save money. <laughs> so <laughs> I could buy something a little that. bit bigger next time, you know. So <laughs> so it's, it's looking at, at adverse situation, even big or small, mm-hmm. and, and making the best out of it. Because mm. I think at the end of... Um, Every situation, there's a flip side of yeah. a better a better way. And everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Parting words? Well, I would just say if people would, more people would adopt the technique of reframing, that is to see the positive in all circumstances, the positive in people's behavior, looking beyond people's behavior to see people are really, you know, beautiful. Mm. People really have positive intentions for themselves. If you are able to do that... I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy better health. You're going to get better results in your life. You're going to go to work happier every day. You're even going to have better relationships because you're seeing people in a different light. All right. And that is basically fund- a fundamental thing to actually being contributing to being happy. People ask, always ask me, what's the secret of happiness? I'll tell you one of them is reframing. Reframing. All mm. right. Uh, that's all for this week. I've been speaking to Sheila Singham from Human Equation and Regina Fu, Independent Marketing Consulting, a consultant in our Tools to Transformation series. Raise your game, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.